Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys today. You can follow us on Twitter at HDouglas83 at Amber W Sports. We are reacting to the news, the breaking news in the NFL. We do finally have a decision as it pertains to Deshaun Watson. Former federal judge Sue L. Robinson has found that the Browns quarterback did violate the personal conduct policy of the NFL. And as a result, she has suspended Deshaun Watson for six games. No fine has been levied. Six games is significantly less than the NFL was asking for. Uh, The NFL originally, Harry, was asking for a full year suspension. Then there was reportedly negotiations, and Dan Graziano is reporting per sources that in recent days, in fact, Deshaun Watson and the NFL and the NFLPA had still been in settlement discussions and that the NFL couldn't go below 12 games at their final offer. According to Graz was 12 games games with a hefty fine in the $8 million range. And now we know that Sue L Robinson has found a suspension instead for six games. So significantly less than the NFL was even willing to negotiate on and no fine whatsoever. Yeah, and at the end of the end of the day, uh, Roger Goodell has the final say, right? So, um, in hearing what you just stated and presented to everyone listening right now, uh, this is not going to be over. This is not going to be over. I think the NFL and the NFLPA, what they have three days to appeal. Both sides um, have three days to appeal this decision. Either side can appeal this decision. Mm-hmm. Although we did get the joint statement yesterday from the NFLPA and from Deshaun Watson's camp, a joint statement between those two saying that, or at least strongly implying that they're not going to appeal this decision, that they're going to accept whatever the independent arbitrator who was appointed by both the NFL and the NFLPA under the new CBA, that they were going to accept whatever her decision was. So strongly implying that they're not going to be the ones to appeal and also kind of strong arming publicly, I would say, at least in my analysis, the NFL to do the same. And the NFL doesn't have to do the same, Harry. It's up to the NFL because under the CBA agreement, the NFL does have the power if it wants to appeal this decision and what that means is essentially appealing this decision to Roger Goodell now as I understand it under the new CBA there's also language that would allow Goodell to appoint an independent arbitrator to handle an appeal which optics wise might look better but basically the NFL could appeal this decision if it doesn't like this decision and presumably maybe it doesn't because it was asking for so much more in terms of a suspension and a fine for Deshaun Watson and basically Roger Goodell can just overrule this 
decision by Sue L. Robinson. Of course, that sets a precedent. All of this sets a precedent, and that's very important moving forward. And so the question is going to become, what does the NFL want to maintain in terms of the record? And I think what you're seeing here is also, what does the NFL PA want to maintain in terms of its record? And maybe another reason that it wasn't going to appeal a decision. And also, as I look at this, and Dominique Foxworth on, on Get Up alluded to this as well, I don't think there can be a a a suspension that puts the the mind of these victims at ease. So we can't get lost in that as well because they do have to deal with this the rest of their lives because it was that big and it was tragic for them as well. So I want to make sure everyone keeps that in mind because you're going to hear different people say, hey, he should have been suspended for this amount of time, that amount of time. But we got to keep in mind that for these women, there is no amount of time of Deshaun Watson being suspended that can erase what they had to endure uh, while this was going on. Right. And her analysis, the independent arbitrator, obviously, wasn't that. Her analysis was exclusive to a violation of Mm -hmm. the league's personal conduct policy under the CBA. To bring in uh, some help with this Deshaun Watson conversation and this breaking news in the NFL, we bring in ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. And Shefty, obviously, you broke this news just minutes ago, so we're all digesting it in real time. But tell me about the timetable, how we got here, because a lot of people expected this suspension to come down before training camp. Now it comes down August 1st. Is that significant in any way? Why now? What was the process in getting here? Yeah, well, the judge, Sue L. Robinson, wanted to take her time to make what she thought would be a thorough decision, Amber. And so she sat down and she spent three days talking to Deshaun Watson. She went through thousands of pages of testimony from both sides. And I think it's important to note here, we've been hearing about this for well over a year, closer to two years. We've heard about 24 civil suits We've heard about allegations and accusations from other women beyond that about Deshaun Watson's conduct during massages. We've learned an awful lot about that, the accusations that are out there. And even overnight, he settled three more civil suits, leaving just one active civil suit. But in the end, the judge made the determination based on what she heard that she felt that Deshaun Watson should be suspended for the first six games of the season. Now, keep in mind, the NFL presented the cases of five women to the judge. So even though there were 24 civil suits and other women that made other accusations, the judge only had evidence from five women initially. One of them was dismissed, so it was down to four women. And the testimony and evidence that they presented to the judge because the NFL got to present it what it felt was its strongest evidence and cases. So those four women were presented to the judge. The judge considered what they had to say, the text they received, all the evidence. She listened to Deshaun Watson. And in the end, she came down with a decision that leaves us today in a situation where, believe it or not, some people in the Watson camp are not happy with the decision because Deshaun Watson has continued to maintain that he's done nothing wrong. The NFL pushed for a year-long suspension. The league is not going to be happy about this decision at six games. And so now the NFL will have three days to decide whether or not to appeal this decision from Judge Sewell Robinson. If the NFL appeals, it will look to add games onto the suspension. The NFL then could wind up suing in court. 
So if the NFL decides to prolong this, this could just be the next step in what has been a long process that has been very hard on the accusers, that has been a situation that has gone on for an awful long time. If the NFL decides it's not going to appeal the case, well, then Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension stands, and basically the situation, uh, aside from all the ramifications it has and the stain that it leaves, will be over. So that's the big decision that the NFL will have to make because the NFLPA already said last night that no matter what the decision is from the judge, it will not appeal her ruling. So the NFLPA is not going to appeal. The question is whether the NFL, which wanted at least a year-long suspension of Deshaun Watson, will appeal. And the NFL now will have three days to discuss that and make that decision. Adam Schefter, uh, ESPN NFL insider. But i got to ask you this, Shefty. Like, when you look at a guy like Calvin Ridley who gets suspended for a year for the gambling situation and you look at DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. for six games uh, for PEDs, right. can, can you make it make sense to me? Because it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, well, again, each case is looked at on an individual basis. And each case, there are rules of conduct for the various forms of violations that there are in the CBA. There's uh, conduct clauses, integrity clauses, drug clauses, PED clauses. Each are independent categories. So this obviously uh, was viewed under the category of sexual misconduct, under the personal conduct policy. Uh, this is what the judge found. She, she did not make the decision on Calvin Ridley or DeAndre Hopkins or some other player that's been suspended. She probably, I'm sure, reviewed some of those cases and how it compared. Um, in this particular case, there were a number of women making a lot of accusations. There are a lot of people that have a lot of questions. Watson agreed to settle 23 of the remaining 24 lawsuits. But this is the judge's decision, and we'll have to see what's in her ruling. And her decision was six games, no fine. Uh, Adam Schefter, I know you're incredibly busy today with this breaking news. Shefty, quickly here on the way out, you mentioned that the NFL or the NFLPA, but presumably the NFL has three days to appeal this decision. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Do we have a timetable for how long the appeal could take? If, in fact, there is an appeal that goes in front of Roger Goodell or if he appoints another independent arbitrator to handle yeah. it? Well, I, I would think it would be expedited. I think it would move rather quickly to say exactly how long. I do not know the answer to that uh, uh, other than, again, I'm sure the league would move along the process fairly rapidly with the season scheduled to begin here uh, in under seven weeks. So we should have answers soon. Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider. Thanks, Shefty. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Harry. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So Deshaun Watson, it's a six-game suspension. There are three days now for the NFL to decide whether it's appealing. We know the NFLPA issued a statement yesterday, along with Watson's camp, that uh, very strongly suggests that they're not going to appeal this decision. I think, frankly, the six games, Harry, very strongly suggests that they're not going to appeal this decision because you heard from Kimberly A. Martin this 
this is the type of suspension that the Cleveland Browns were hoping for. I'm not sure you're ever hoping for the suspension of your starting quarterback that you paid $230 million guaranteed dollars to, but if you have to have a suspension, six games sounds a whole lot better than the 12 games, which was the last offer reportedly, according to Graz, that the NFL was willing in settlement discussions to go to. Uh, we are getting reaction out of Cleveland. ESPN's Cleveland's Aaron Goldhammer was on the really big show on ESPN 850 Cleveland. He called this a win for the Cleveland Browns. It is not just a win. I think it is a major win. I think it's that this is the biggest Browns win since 1999. The Browns have never won a big game in August before. This Dude. is the biggest <laughs> August win that the Cleveland Browns have Bigger ever seen. G- that is such a gold hammer type bite. But a lot of people are considering this a win for the Cleveland Browns because, again, Harry, you don't want your starting quarterback to be suspended for six games. But if, in fact, there is going to be a suspension, I think most people felt like this was a very favorable one to Watson and the NFL PA because it was so much significantly less than what the NFL was asking for. Yeah, and in, in those six games, they're playing the Jets, the Falcons, the Steelers, the Panthers, the Chargers, and the Patriots. And Deshaun Watson would be available to play when they go to Baltimore to play the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And in the following week on Monday Night Football on Halloween, they play the Cincinnati Bengals at home in Cleveland. So he will be available for those two games. With the first six, I'll say again, the Panthers, the Jets, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Chargers, the New England Patriots, he will not be available for those uh, first six games. The way this schedule lined up from a football perspective, uh, well, I mean, I, mean, it, I, th- I thought, honestly, when, well the when the schedules came out and I seen it, I, 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 that's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, they're anticipating Deshaun Watson possibly being suspended for it's interesting. four to eight weeks. And it's they interesting if you were a conspiracy theorist uh harry then certainly you could you could maybe jump to that conclusion i don't know of course if that has anything to do with the nfl schedule but either way the nfl schedule is working out a bit favorably for a six game suspension for the Cleveland Browns as it pertains to Deshaun Watson. And again, he will be there for training camp and he will be there on the back end of that suspension around the team in terms of practicing. So he will have three weeks there on the back end that he can be around the team. We just won't see him on Sundays under center on our television set. Dominique Foxworth, ESPN NFL analyst. He was on Get Up. He was reacting in real time to the news. And again, I mentioned this is now an appeals process where the NFL, if they don't like this suspension because it's so much significantly less, than they were asking for, they can appeal. And Roger Goodell could handle that appeal if he so chooses. So essentially, Roger Goodell could hand out a punishment and override Sue L. Robinson. Here was Dominique Foxworth on why Goodell would want to do that. My expectation is that the league will appeal it and will probably try to extend Deshaun Watson's penalty. I think that the Players Union has what they think right now in this neutral like arbiter. They have something that is closer to fair, and that's where they want to keep it. I think Roger Goodell would be better served keeping it there, honestly, going forward, because you never want to get in the situation that they were in under the previous CBA, where every penalty was coming at the feet of Roger Goodell, in which we then passed moral judgments on Roger Goodell. At this case, Roger is in a position where he can say, well, we sent it to a judge and they made this decision and we're going to stand by that. I don't think Roger wants to go back in a world where we're spending our morning after penalties deciding whether Roger Goodell did it right or wrong when obviously he's not trained to do anything like that. 
The optics certainly don't look as good if the NFL appeals this essentially to the NFL, right? If Roger Goodell appeals this to Roger Goodell, I I mean, it doesn't work like that, but that's essentially what it would look like from the outside looking in. And the optics wouldn't look great from that regard, but let's not forget the NFLPA gave the NFL that power under the new CBA. So we will find out if the NFL is going to exercise that power for more help. On the Cleveland Browns angle of this, we bring in Jake Trotter. He covers the Cleveland Browns for ESPN. And Jake, obviously, we're all reacting to this news in real time. But we just heard a a soundbite from Aaron Goldhammer on ESPN Cleveland calling this a big win for the Cleveland Browns. Kimberly A. Martin had said this is essentially what the Browns want. You never want your starting quarterback to be suspended for any period of time. But is this a favorable suspension from the Cleveland Browns perspective? Yeah, Amber, I can tell you that this is what the Browns expected when they first traded for Deshaun Watson. You know, I was told at the time, four to six games, you know, depending on who you ask. I think that went up a little bit over the course of time. Uh, you know, a lot of people that I spoke to in the building would say they were expecting somewhere in the neighborhood of a six to eight game suspension. So this is right in line with what they thought might happen when they first traded for Deshaun Watson in March. And, you know, the other thing I can tell you is that, you know, they view this as them still being in the mix to be a Super Bowl contender. I think if the suspension were more than eight games, you know, it was going to be really tough for them to compete in the AFC, which is so loaded, especially at the quarterback position. But, you know, they feel like at six games, they can hang in there, you know, come back and make a run later on in the season. So, yeah, they view this as, as very favorable in terms of what uh, they might be able to achieve this season. And today, I think, is the open practice for the Cleveland Browns, right, where fans uh, are able to actually get out there. So what do you think the reactions for fans are going to be to this news when it comes to Deshaun Watson? Yeah, Harry, fans were actually here on Saturday. Uh, they had a big crowd uh, for uh, for training camp. You know, not not a lot was going on. They're not in pads yet. They won't be in pads today. Tomorrow is the first day of uh, full pads. But, you know, it depends who you ask, right? A lot of people uh, are excited about Deshaun Watson's talent. I mean, this is a franchise that has been mired in quarterback mediocrity for like ever since the Bernie Kosar days, more or less, uh, with the exception of, you know, a couple stretches here and there. So a lot of fans are excited, but, you know, there are a lot of fans that I've talked to in town, you know, out and about that are unhappy that the Browns made this decision. So, uh, you know, what segment of the fan base feels that way? It's hard to say. You know, we haven't, like, taken an official poll. But uh, I would say that it, it, it's mixed. But I think everybody realizes that Deshaun Watson is one of the top quarterback talents in the NFL. Uh, everybody I've spoken to with the Browns says he's shown no signs of rust, despite playing not playing last season in Houston. So, yeah, I, th- I think fans are going to be excited, even though a lot of them maybe aren't thrilled with the move that the Browns ultimately made here. Jake Trotter, ESPN Browns reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. So, Jake, you mentioned there knocking some of the rust off. Obviously, it's been a long time since we all got to see Deshaun Watson play some real football here. It's going to be a while longer if the six-game suspension stands. But as I understand it, he will remain out there for training camp and the preseason practice, and then we'll have the suspension. And then at the back end of the suspension, he'll actually be able to practice practice with the team is that the expectation coming out of Cleveland that's correct he can be with the team throughout training camp and then he'll have to leave the first three weeks of the season this is pending an appeal Uh, you know if it stays at six games he would be able to come back 
uh, week four, uh, ramp up again, and then take the field with the Browns uh, week seven, October 23rd at Baltimore. I think it'll be interesting to see how they divvy up quarterback reps going forward. You know, to this point, you know, just having been at every training camp practice, Watson has gotten the overwhelming majority of the reps with the first team, but they've got to get Jacoby Brissett ready to play as well. So uh, going forward, I think you're going to see Brissett get more work with the first team offense while they try to keep, you know, Deshaun Watson ready to go as well for when he comes back after the suspension. And finally here, Jake, I assume with six games that we can put the Jimmy Garoppolo conversation to bed with the Browns, that it will be Jacoby Brissett under center for however long that Deshaun Watson is suspended for. Is that right? I think that's the plan right now. I wouldn't completely rule it out. I mean, I think that they'll have a discussion about, uh, you know, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, since there don't seem to be a lot of other suitors right now, you know, maybe he comes cheap, you know, maybe they can rework the deal. Um, but right now, I think the plan is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and I think they feel like six games, they can write it out. Uh, you know, the schedule is pretty favorable the first month of the season. Uh, they, they feel like they could maybe be at four and two, give or take, uh, by the time Deshaun Watson comes back, which would keep him squarely in the mix. I wouldn't completely rule it out, but I think right now the plan is Jacoby Brissett. Jake Trotter, ESPN Browns reporter. Jake, thanks for joining us. Okay, thanks, guys. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We are going to continue to react to this breaking news in the NFL. Deshaun Watson, he has been suspended by Sue L. Robinson now. Six-game suspension. She did find that he violated the league's personal conduct policy. No fine issued along with that suspension. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We have enormous breaking news from the National Football League. Adam Schefter, the decision has been made. What can you tell us? Sue L. Robinson, the retired federal judge, handed down her decision. Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for a PD violation. I think Zeke Elliott had six games for um, accusations of domestic violence, so there is no penalty that kind of goes back in time and has these women not experience the things that they experience. So there's no penalty that solves that. So you heard Greeny say it. We had an enormous breaking news in the NFL over the last hour. We now know that Deshaun Watson has been found in violation of the league's personal conduct policy. And as a result, Sue L. Robinson has dis- has suspended Deshaun Watson for six games. We now wait. We have three days to find out whether the NFL or the NFLPA is going to appeal the decision of the independent arbitrator, Sue L. Robinson. Most likely that would be coming from the NFL. If anybody is going to appeal the decision, the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson's camp issued a joint statement yesterday strongly suggesting that they are going to accept the decision of Sue L. Robinson. To bring in some help with the Deshaun Watson conversation and all things NFL, we bring in Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst. Dan, thanks for joining us. Obviously, we're all reacting in real time to this news, but what is your reaction to the six-game suspension, no fine for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I think that uh, Judge Sue L. Robinson is an expert at what she does and knows a lot more about this case than I do. So I'm sitting here going, okay, well, that, that's her ruling. Um, I think that uh, if the NFL, per reports, was pushing for a year-long suspension, it's hard for me to sit here and think, well, if the NFL was pushing for a year-long suspension and Sue L. Robinson gave six weeks, that they're not going to appeal it. And then it'll be interesting to see what the NFL and, uh, and Roger Goodell does, because if Roger Goodell, if, if the NFL decides to appeal, to appeal, Roger Goodell can hear it as a, you know, a dis- for personal conduct discipline. He's a, one of the um, appeal officers. Does that mean that he's sitting there going, OK, I know more about this case than the impartial judge that we appointed? And then I think it's a little bit about Deshaun Watson. And I know Deshaun has maintained his innocence. And whether you agree with it, it is or isn't doesn't matter. Like for the reality that there is a group um, of public perception that he is going to have to slowly, somehow, some way, try to rebuild his name and rebuild his perception. And I said this this morning on Get Up. I would call Michael Vick. Um not the same case by any means, but Michael Vick had to be away from football for a long period of this time. Deshaun Watson's going to be away from football for 658 days. You know, so how did he get himself back to being able to play football at a high level? And then how did he rebuild his image um, in any way, shape, or form in the public eye? Yeah, and Dan, I think that's going to be that's going to be one of the toughest things. Um, is is figuring out how is he going to be able to maneuver um, within the confines of the public eye 
because you can just think about it now when he is able to play going to away stadiums and how they're going to treat him, the signs that they're going to make and the things that they're going to say. But at the same time, you do have women um, who feel some type of way that he's even still playing. So a, a sure. whole bunch of those things Deshaun Watson is going to have to deal with. But I need to ask you this, like, what is the impact of this when it comes to the Browns' perspective when you look at who they're playing the first six weeks and when he's returning week seven against Baltimore and then right after that week eight versus the Cincinnati Bengals? I think if you're the Browns, you were anticipating something like this, both organizationally and, and, and players and coaches. You were anticipating some form of a suspension, so you've been building towards getting this, and now that there is clarity, you can, as a football team, because there's – uh, other members in that organization other than Deshaun, right, and guys on the team, you can move forward. If you want to, this, is, this is where we are. Jacoby Brissett, who was our backup quarterback, is now our starting quarterback for the first six weeks. He tries to play as well as he can, and that team tries to play as well as they can. You know, initially, Harry, I'm like, dude, ain't no way this team can contend for the playoffs, right, because that's a third of the season without a player like Deshaun Watson. They play in the toughest division of football, or certainly one of them, and a conference that's loaded. Uh, but then I go back to last year, and I think there's two teams in the championship games, both the Chiefs and the 49ers, that started the season 3-3. Three and three. And so uh, while my football mind goes, yeah, their season, it's going to be tough for them to be in the playoffs. You know, we've got the, the examples of last year. So I, I just think for the clarity of the, uh, the organization, coaches, and players, it's um, got to be nice for them to know this is where we stand um, for – as a football team, and this is where we're going to be going forward. Dan Orlowski, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Amber Wilson, and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. So, Dan, as it stands right now, and again, the NFL maybe will appeal the suspension in the next three days, and maybe this story completely changes. But as it stands right now, you mentioned those first six weeks. They're only facing one division rival within this first six weeks. So a favorable uh, schedule from that regard anyways as it pertains to the suspension of Deshaun Watson should the Browns bother when you consider that should they bother bringing in another quarterback to challenge Jacoby Brissett we had on Jake Trotter on the show a few minutes ago and he didn't totally discount the possibility of maybe Jimmy Garoppolo still being in the mix would that surprise you no, I would stay put with Jacoby. Jacoby can win you some games. There's no need to, to take it. you you got to remember the amount of draft picks it took to go acquire Deshaun Watson as well. And it'll take draft picks and assets to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't think you do that to your organization and totally deplete them for six games. You, you signed Jacoby knowing that there was the potential suspension that was going to come with the Deshaun Watson case. And Jacoby's a good enough player because that roster is so strong that he can give you chances to win games. And, you know, the, the move for Deshaun wasn't made just for 2022. You know, the move for Deshaun was made for the Browns, at least in their eyes, for the long haul, for the next decade. And so I don't think you, you take anything of the future just to go get a player like Jimmy Garoppolo for six games. Dan, I got to ask you about head coach Kevin Stefanski because when Baker Mayfield was there, there was – uh, they weren't on the same page at all times, especially yeah. last year. Now, you look at Deshaun Watson being suspended, and now he's going to be dealing with Jacoby Brissett in those first six games. How much better does Kevin Stefanski have to be from a scheme standpoint to his relationship with his backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, for them to be successful? 
Yeah, Harry, I would tell you this, dude. Like, uh, you know, the, the, the offense that Kevin Stefanski runs, um, I grew up in. It is the, you know, the Mike Shanahan, Gary Kubiak, you know, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan scheme. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you this, that those offenses perform their best when the play caller and the scheme is the star, not the quarterback. And then the quarterback makes some plays. And I think for Kevin Stefanski, a guy who's grown up in that system, you know, he has to trust and rely on that system. Who It's really never failed in the league uh, to continue to be the star and allow Jacoby to be one of 11. He's obviously got to call well, uh, but they've got a, one of the best offensive lines in ball, one of the best run games in ball. Um, they're, they're unproven at the wide receiver position outside of a, um, um, Coop, but I, I think that he's got to trust in his himself and um, the experience that he has Calling that offense with quarterbacks that aren't incredibly talented, you know, a Baker Mayfield, a Kirk Cousins, and trust that that's going to be enough to allow the rest of the roster to play well. It'll certainly be an adjustment going from Brissett to Deshaun Watson when he does come back from the suspension. And then, of course, there is the fact that you mentioned, Dan, earlier where Deshaun hasn't played football in a very, very long time. So we'll see what that looks like as well under center presumably in week seven. Dan Orlowski, ESPN NFL analyst. Dan, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So, Harry, right now, as it stands, Deshaun Watson Mm -hmm. is suspended for Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, Chargers, Patriots. Only one divisional opponent on that schedule. We are going to continue to react to the Deshaun Watson six-game suspension as we roll along here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We have been reacting in real time here to the Deshaun Watson suspension news. It came down around 845 Eastern from our very own Adam Schefter. We now know Deshaun Watson has been suspended six games, Harry. So, of course, this brings up football questions for the Cleveland Browns. A favorable discussion. schedule early on but it looks like it'll be Jacoby Brissett under center and Josh Dobbs backing him up yeah and when when I look at this roster and the the way it's constructed um you're not going to ask Jacoby Brissett if you're Kevin Stefanski go out there and be Superman be a hero you got to remember this is one of the best run offenses in the National Football League they have two guys in their backfield and Nick Tubb and we all seen him lifting weights recently with all that weight 600 pounds on his back squatting very, very strong lower body frame, and also a guy in Kareem Hunt who can do it in the run game and the pass game. You also got to remember they have one of the better offensive line. Granted, Jedrick Wills Jr., he got banged up last year. Jack Conklin did as well, but those two guys are coming up. I think the the main thing is the center position. Treader, he's no longer with the Cleveland Browns, so Nick Harris is going to have to hold his weight there, but you look at the tight end position. They have two solid tight ends in David and Joku, who they just gave an extension to, and then Harrison Bryant. So the way this offense is constructed, I actually believe that a guy like Jacoby Bursett can hold it down for them, and they can at least go four and two um, heading into that game seven against the Baltimore Ravens. You just don't want to, you, you got to reiterate. To Jacoby Brissett, listen, we don't need you to be Superman. We don't need you to be Batman trying to save Gotham City. We just need you to hold the fort down mm-hmm. and, and, and stay afloat. Keep your head above water. And I think he, he can be able to get it done with, with this roster that they have. Yeah, can Jacoby Brissett be a game manager, right? I mean, that's basically Facts. what you're asking. No, because you're going to be asking Deshaun Watson to elevate himself up far beyond that when he comes mm-hmm. back under center. But with Brissett, you're basically just like, hey, don't mess it up from a football perspective. And that's really what you're asking for because you uh, you said it. I mean, the weapons around it. This is a very good team that Jacoby Brissett will be running. And it is an easier schedule, so to speak, up front. Now, it's still going to be a tall task for Jacoby Brissett. Maybe some of these teams end up being better than we're expecting them to be. I know you're trying to convince me your Atlanta Falcons are going to be better than all of us are expecting. And they're on the schedule there in the first six weeks. But basically with Brissett, things are lining up where you do believe that there's four wins on this schedule for that first six weeks that even with Jacoby Brissett under center, even with Josh Dobbs as a backup, that the Cleveland Browns should be able to get. And if they're only dropping a couple games in those first six weeks and then they get Deshaun Watson back, assuming Watson looks good coming back to football, that could pan out well for the Browns. We have enormous breaking news from the National Football League. Adam Schefter, the decision has been made. What can you tell us? Sue L. Robinson, the retired federal judge, handed down her decision. Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for a PD violation. I think Zeke Elliott had six games for um, accusations of domestic violence. So there is no penalty that kind of goes back in time and has these women not experienced the things that they experienced. So there's no penalty that solves that. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio. And of course, you can find us on the ESPN app. We have been reacting to the huge breaking news out of the NFL, Harry. Deshaun Watson has been suspended by the independent arbitrator Sue L. Robinson. Six-game suspension, 
no fine. We know from Dan Graziano that sources have told him that there were negotiations just in the last few days between the NFL and the NFLPA, and the lowest the NFL would go was 12-game suspension and millions of dollars in fines. I think he was saying $8 million worth of fines. So this ends up being significantly less, which is, of course, Probably part of the reason that the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson's camp would not settle in advance with the NFL. This ruling ends up favorable, so to speak, to their side. We know originally the NFL was asking for a year-long suspension. What all this means is the NFL may appeal this suspension. Yeah, Amber, and that's what I want to ask you because you have that lawyer background. That's one of the benefits we actually have at ESPN of having you uh, do a lot of shows. So uh, when you look at... The NFLPA, they have, and, and Sean Watson and his camp, they have three days to appeal. Also, the NFL and Roger Goodell, they have three days as well. Uh, what are some of the things that can take place moving forward with that process? Yeah, when, my, when I swerved and went from being a full-time lawyer to back into broadcasting, <laughs> uh, I think my father looked at me uh, cross-eyed. But here, it is, alas, it has all come together. <laughs> See, Dad? It was all worth it. Uh, so basically, the process is, to answer your question, so the NFL will have these three days. The NFLPA also has three days to appeal. It just seems unlikely they're going to. And then uh, based on that joint statement that they issued yesterday with Watson, seems very unlikely that they're going to appeal the suspension. So if the NFL appeals the suspension, then it's a question of what Roger Goodell is going to do because there's an optics problem here. If Roger Goodell is the one handling this appeal, which there is language in the CBA, as I understand it, where he could appoint another independent arbitrator, that would look better. But is he going to do that? Or is he going to just keep the power in his hands? The CBA gives him the power. So Roger Goodell could decide within the next three days, along with the NFL, we're going to appeal this and essentially appeal this to ourselves. And then we're just going to issue whatever suspension we want to issue. But what does that look like from an optics perspective? And then I would imagine the NFLPA immediately runs to federal court to try to address this matter in federal court. Now, that's never an easy task. We've seen it in the past. Remember, Tom Brady went to federal court over his suspension with Deflategate, right? He didn't end up winning there. He ends up accepting his suspension in the end because what ends up happening in federal court often is a federal court judge will look at this and say, well, hey, you guys have a collective bargaining agreement and both the NFL and the NFLPA agreed to this system. So they don't like to disrupt that system. Also, though, one of the reasons, Harry, probably Sue L. Robinson took her time in issuing this decision because she was trying to make it as ironclad and as based on everything that she could with the evidence and the testimony where on an, appe- an appeals process or eventually if there is an actual federal judge that ends up having to review this, that she had everything in her opinion where her ruling would have the most viability that it could have. So probably also why she took her time. I don't know if the NFL will end up actually appealing this. It's easy to say that they will because clearly they were going for something much longer than what ends up being issued here in terms of the suspension. But is it really in the NFL's best interest to go ahead and appeal this from both an optics perspective moving forward? And then there's always questions on is it beneficial to the NFL for Deshaun Watson to actually be out for an entire season? Let's bring in some more help with the Deshaun Watson conversation. Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL front office insider joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. And Lewis, what is your initial reaction here to this six game suspension? No fine for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think like most people, I'm, I'm surprised at how light the, the 
suspension was and very surprised that there was no fine given the kinds of suspensions and or fines that players, although having their cases ruled on by someone other than Judge Robinson in the past, so you can't really make an apples-to-apples comparison, had you know some of these players have received comparable suspensions in terms of length for for acts that many people would feel personally, you know, didn't rise to the level or rather to the level of emotion that, you know, kind of wells up in people when they think about the Sean Watson case. Although some would say, well, there was hard evidence in the cases of some of these other players, you know, like Calvin Ridley, like the hop down in Arizona, like a guy like Michael Kendricks, for instance, you know, he got suspended for insider training as opposed to what happened with the Sean Watson, which was, you know, something that was not did not rise to the criminal level as far as, you know, the charges. And they were all cases that were settled civilly. We don't know, you know, what the actual arrangement for those civil um, settlements are. And therefore, we're kind of left sitting here trying to, you know, from a from a personal emotional standpoint, figure out whether or not we're okay with it or not. And, there, and there's just going to be a range of emotions concerning this kind of thing. You know, I've raised already this morning the fact that, look, if I steadfastly am maintaining my innocence about something that 24 people are accusing me of, then although I may want this situation obviously to go away because it's in my best interest for it to go away, if I'm steadfastly maintaining that I did absolutely, I mean absolutely nothing wrong, I'm not giving them a damn thing at all. I don't care how long it takes. I'm not giving you anything. Nothing. Period. I'm not settling anything. I'm not just going to say, you know what, I just want this to go away, so I don't have to ask about it. If I want to clear my name, I'm I'm going all the way to the floor with it. So I don't I don't I'm not familiar enough with how civil court works, and I don't want to be familiar about with how civil court works. Quite honestly, it's not my job. And number two, you know, I I don't you know I'm I'm hoping I never find myself having made decisions that I'm I'm in that kind of situation. So that's where, like, there's gray area for me. Like, I, I'm not trying to sit here, and as I kind of think about this more now that the six-game suspension has been handed down, I'm not sitting here trying to say, well, Deshaun Watson is guilty and somehow he got let off. I'm also not saying he's totally innocent either because, as the judge said, his pattern of behavior was egregious. It, didn't, it just didn't interest and rise to the level of criminal misconduct. Okay, well, there's some gray area there. What does egregious mean? So what does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does that mean based off of the evidence that you reviewed? You know, what what was it that you saw? And see, we're left here having to now talk about this, you know, in a sports context and talk about something that we're not necessarily qualified to really talk about in a very, very, um, let's just say, professionally educated way to do so because that's not what we that's not what we do. So we're 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 having to rely on what our personal feelings are about this kind of thing based on what we know. And what I know is when you have this kind of situation come up um, where you see things get settled out of, you know, out of court for a certain amount of money, but at the same time, the person who settled the cases is saying, well, I did absolutely nothing wrong, but a judge is saying, well, your pattern of behavior was egregious. Well, then what the hell did happen? And you know, and you know what? Maybe I don't really know. Need to know what happened fully. I just know this: if you find yourself in that kind of situation, I'm going to feel a certain way about you as an individual. And maybe right now, I don't really know what the appropriate 
uh, length of suspension would would be, especially if we're not using previous cases as as you know legitimate precedents. Since she didn't rule on the cases of DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Kendricks and Calvin Ridley, and that's why I think right now you're going to have people all over the map on this. You're going to have people who obviously are fans of Deshaun Watson and or in his camp who are going to say, well, he shouldn't have been suspended at all because he said he didn't do anything. And then there's going to be people saying, oh, but hold on. The judge did say there was a pattern of behavior that was egregious. So I'm entitled to feel a certain way about that. And that's why, and that's where in this kind of situation, it's one of these conversations that really takes place in the gray. And um, quite honestly, I hate things like that. I hate situations like that. You know, I, I'm very much so a black and white type of person who wants to just know the facts and wants to just, you know, and then know, you know, what's the appropriate level of accountability based on those facts. And in this case, yeah, we're know, left we are wondering. Not having to formulate opinions on this stuff. We are left and, with um, some questions, Lewis. We, we are yeah, we're exactly. up against the clock, but we are we are absolutely yeah. left with some questions. Now, one of those questions no longer being Sue L. Robinson's portion of the decision, but we are left waiting to see what the NFL is going to do in terms of some sort of appeal as we move forward. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.